On today's podcast, Amy and I talk about something that is just (laughs) frightening for this Halloween season and something we've been starting to notice in our everyday life. And it downright almost costed, costed, accosted, we felt accosted. It downright nearly cost us one of our favorite holidays. Welcome to the It's Possible podcast, where we tackle topics between life, business, and everything in between, and how we make it all possible, with your hosts, John and Amy. Let's take it away. So we are the day... Is it it on, or are we... Is this like the the prep one? No, this is on. Okay. If, if if we're prepping, I'm saying like testing testicles. Yeah. <laughs> Just okay. getting audio. But this is the same setup we had last time, so it might be easier. Okay. So <clears throat> we are, it is All Saints Day today, for the day that we're recording, which is November 1st. Oh. In, indeed. And um, terribly popular holiday here in um, the southern United States. <laughs> but it is the day after Halloween. Yeah. And. Um, well, except that. Halloween's been rescheduled, which is bullshit. Well, yes. So it's out of the. I never can remember how old I am. I don't know either. So Just say when you were born. Yeah, it yeah, makes born it easy. Eighty-eight. Yeah. So then, in I don't know. I can't do math right now. Either way, in my thirty-plus years of being alive, yeah. I've never had this experience with Halloween before. Yeah. Which is that <clears throat> everyone's getting prepared. Cities now have all sorts of um, Halloweening um, events, and they've been getting more increasingly um, not secularized, but more increasingly um, limited. So it's so when we were little, trick or treating was simple. You trick or treated. Well, yeah, it's you go to you walk out your door and you go down the street and knock on doors and go trick or treating. We where I grew up. So I grew up in um, New. Well, I grew up in Dana Point and no one knows this area in Southern California. Anyone that is listening knows I'll go to the city. So I grew up and it was about either way. It doesn't matter. But we used to go to my grandparents for Halloween every year. We'd go up to my grandparents who lived in Newport Beach, mm-hmm. and then we would always go with them. We'd eat at an Italian restaurant early in the evening that was on Balboa Island, and then we would go trick-or-treating on Balboa Island. Aren't you fancy? It was very fancy. And every everyone trick-or-treated Balboa Island because— Because they have more money than Jesus. Because it was multi— I'm like, surprised serious. they didn't give, like, full Sam's club size boxes of candy to each child. Yeah, and I don't know if they did, and because this was, you know what I mean? Because this, like, my memory, I, I hear people, because it's a big deal for us, we make a big deal about it as right. we're walking around with our kids now, of, like, we know this street is all, like, full-size candy bars, right. or king-size candy bars. I don't really remember that being a thing when I was little. Oh, I do. I know, but that's what I'm saying. What, an interesting thing was, it wasn't that. Because you didn't grow up in I reality. Know, it wasn't normal. But what was really cool about Balboa Island was like the almost the entire island participated in Halloween, but they would do like a haunted house decorating contest 
across the whole island. Mm -hmm. So one thing that we have been disgruntled about in our neighborhood is people participate, and the way they participate is they turn on their front porch light. Yeah. And that's awesome. Yeah. Because then at least we know. But where I grew up for Halloween, it was stupid popular. So because they had, like, the way people do now for, like, Christmas decorating contests in neighborhoods. Yeah, they did for Halloween. They did for Halloween. Which and would be, so and that's. Fallen. It yeah, was super cool. I will say, well, growing up, I remember it being very similar to this. So I don't necessarily have that memory. But I, and granted, maybe I'm just looking at it through rose-colored lenses. And as a kid, you only see certain things. But it's, I remember a lot more Halloween decorations. In our neighborhood, a lot of people <clears throat> don't do a lot of decorating period whether it's for christmas or halloween whatever just because they seem to be old right so it's just apparently when you get old it's like but it's a culture thing too though and i'm not saying culture like um it's like the culture of a neighborhood for sure of it what everybody else yeah, but this goes was... along with our theme of of nobody being able to do okay so i'm gonna but hold on don't okay, jump the shark go yet. ahead so it's the culture on Babylon Island was you participated. Right. Because it's what everybody else is doing. That's my point. Right. Is here, everyone can't figure out what to do for themselves. So they look out the window and it's like, uh, well, Karen well, hasn't decorated yet. So uh, I guess yeah, we're not decorating. Yeah, what was the movie with Matthew Broderick mm -hmm. and Danny DeVito? Uh, Christmas with the Cranks, I think it was called. Movie 10 plus years ago. But the idea was mm -hmm. like, it was keeping up with the Joneses, but with Christmas decorations. So it was like the neighbor that lived across the street. Mm -hmm. So every time they added, I feel like this is what the movie was about. Every time he added more Christmas decorations, Matthew Broderick had to add like more Christmas decorations. So they're just going back and forth, back and forth, till they're making like their houses were just the insanity things of Christmas decorations. It's the opposite here. Right. So there just isn't anything. Okay. But it also seems to be with old people because like, we're not psychotic by any means, right? But, of course, we have little kids, so decorating is fun. But, like, it seems to be the old people, they're like, man, you can't can't decorate until the day after Thanksgiving. Like, yeah, I, whatever it is, yeah. Right, but it's... But that's why I don't want to... We're, we're throwing old people under the bus, and that's where it's... I Babel had old people. Rich, that was the only people that could... Rich right. old people but they were that weren't doing their own decorations. No, they, they were... were they they for sure were doing mm -hmm. for sure. You but sure it was they a weren't... unique. Yeah, it was for sure a unique population though. Right. That was my point, right? Is everybody and like the actor that played Freddy Krueger, like he lived there, so he always had a super sweet ass like probably stuff from the damn movie. Yeah, was out front, yeah. so yeah. full things of like Freddy Krueger is in the front yard. Yeah, and so it was it was awesome. So, but that was the culture was went around and so ultimately was not the candy. So did that for years, and then mm -hmm. we trick-or-treated at our, our other neighborhoods. We've been doing trick-or-treating for quite a while. Probably yeah. there was only – because we got married so early and then had kids early, probably in our lives, there was probably only about a 10-year, maybe maybe 15-year hiatus of trick-or-treating. Yeah. So that's a lot of trick-or-treating having happened. <laughs> and yesterday – We're seasoned experts. Seasoned experts of trick-or-treating. But yes, it was the first time that we've ever had people essentially say Halloween is canceled. So, okay. It was, so yesterday there was supposed to be the downtown trick-or-treat, which is run by the city, which they do every year. Kind of right after school 
um, late afternoon, and then that always ends, and then you go home, and you're supposed to, you know, officially start trick-or-treating. And again, that didn't exist when we were kids either. No, and, and it's the idea that, like, which bothers me as well, and I understand, like, for marketing purposes, the church trick-or-treats, it's a great gig, because it's, hey, come to our church and have a trunk-or-treat. And... Well, it's a great gig for the main street to do as well. It, for, for sure. For marketing purposes. Bring everybody downtown. Right, but for me, again, and, and I am very old school and traditional when it comes to holidays, but it's, the point of Halloween is supposed to be community cohesion, and people don't talk to their neighbors ever anymore, right? Again, right. again, throwing old people, unless you're old people, and then you oh, have, the there's like the weekly cahoot in our front yard where it's like, hoot nanny. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. the circle no, of old people not, come to gossip about each other. The but not talking to neighbors is for sure our generation. Right, right. And that, yeah, no, it, and granted, it's because. I'm like this a little bit where it's just, I, I'm friendly, I but it's, I feel like people get a little too nosy, right? I, again, you think of the, like, 1950s idea of keeping up with the Joneses. Because, like, last year when we had the ice storm, it's, we had, like, three different people come by our house or, like, so, uh, you gonna do anything with that tree over there? It's like, it's my tree, and I will take care of it. Thank you. But that's what bothers me. Right. It's, it's always something that is, like, complaining yeah, it or... It seems to be, like, a little judgy. Yeah. It's not just yeah. being neighborly. It's yeah. also tied with being judgy. Now, granted... Except for our neighbors across the street. Yeah. Well, we, our we most do. immediate neighbors, minus one, yeah. um, are very, very pleasant. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We, we do live in a very good neighborhood. But anyway, for sure, our generation is not talk to your neighbors. And it's getting perpetually worse. Right. But... We do try to make a conscious decision to be friendly. So when we're walking the dogs, we're driving the cars, if a neighbor's outside or walking, it's just a friendly wave that people don't do anymore. And with Halloween, it's supposed to be that you walk out your front door and you go down your neighbor's house and you knock on their door and you say trick or treat because it's 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 an expression of friendliness. It's an expression of community. And it's getting to know the people that live immediately around you. And nowadays, it's like everything has to be this officially scheduled event. And that bothers me. Yeah. yeah. Where it's it goes to- come to our trunk retreat at our church where you're going to go in a straight line around these cars from 5 to 7 p.m. Yeah. And it's just screw you. I will do what I want to do. That bothers me a lot that it's. Yeah. And it's, it's also the idea when we were kids, it was if you wanted to go play with Aaron down the street. Yeah. You got on your bike, and you went and knocked on the door, right. and it's, it's Aaron home. Right. Nowadays, it's, you have to have a scheduled play date. Oh, I hate, yeah, and, and play date is a four-letter word in my house, and when my kids use it, I, like. Want to die. I literally dry heave. Right. Just so they know. My there was never was, like, mom, can you call. No. Sean's mom and see if we can play. No, but that's for sure what Michael does, and what Jack does, is can you, can you text so-and-so's mom and and see if we can get a play date scheduled no now granted i'm all i'm about safety you know and i i understand that like there's weirdos but there's always been weirdos it's just it's now that people have to be super hyper conscious and hyper aware of it is the problem but we want to teach our sons how to actually engage with other human beings so, and because for sure I'm incredibly introverted and when it came to trick or treating, I was telling John this last night, 
I was very uncomfortable because my mom would make me go up to a house by my lonesome and knock on the door and have to speak to another adult. Like it was very uncomfortable for me, but it's very important that I did the same way that when we're at the caboose, they taught, they taught me certain things, which is you shake somebody's hand firmly. You look them in the eye, you say, please. And thank you. And have a nice day. And all these just, um, you know, friendly gestures right. that you're supposed to do because that's how human beings interact yeah. and it has gone by the wayside a little bit but anyway so yesterday it's the weather was bad right and it of course we have learned with weatherman and i came to it as well mm -hmm. is if you turn on tv you will very much think that you are going to die. We had this a lot in Florida when it came to the hurricanes. We're like legit when you have a category four, category five, and now category six hurricanes, it's shit's getting destroyed. You should probably leave. For right. sure there's the element of safety. But absolutely there was there is a fear mongering that exists that it's just this is the worst thing we've ever seen. Everyone is gonna die. Yeah, tornadoes so, are everywhere. Right. And so that's what is broadcast all over media is that there's tornado warnings and there's going to be damaging winds and, and, and the rain. It's just like it's raining and winding people. And granted, were there tornado warnings for in some places? Absolutely. The, the, you know, we had a watch in yeah. Waynesboro. But, yeah, but in D.C. Right. Like but, but, hours away. Right. So we had the watch. But it seems to be which is the point of the podcast is that um, people not being able to do anything without being told. Well, yeah, because that was the issue yesterday that we found. Well, is you see a lot of people that are like, well, is trick or treating? Is it canceled? Are we re It's like, it's, it's October 31st. Yeah, it's, it's the holiday. This in the city officially like come out, uh, uh, um, I think the day before and was like, listen guys, this is not like a city run thing we are canceling the city downtown trick-or-treat because that's an event that we sponsor we're canceling that due to weather but like we can't cancel the holiday it's like the parents discretion yeah it's still the 31st it's still the 31st we can't you know and that's the thing is that whether it's disgruntled mom and i can't you saw it all over facebook and everywhere else where it's like the 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 city had to officially come out with a we've received so many phone calls and this is our stance now eventually they did say like oh you know we strongly encourage yeah, weather advisory says for pedestrians not right to be outside right so we strongly encourage things to be kind of rescheduled for november 1st so people took that as well it's been rescheduled and it's no and that's not how it works no and there and that's the thing and so it's i have three little boys who look at it it's it's halloween mm. so and that's what i told people when we were coming around i'm like i have boys it could be the middle of a hurricane but because it's october 31st they are expecting trick-or-treating mm -hmm. and again i don't want to be that mom that can't tell my kids like well say no to them but in this case john and i were very adamant that it's we're not telling you no because there's no reason to tell you no Right. We as the parents, because that's, you know, our oldest being a hall monitor, it's like, well, mom, I'm just not sure if it's safe outside. If we're going to be the only ones, then and it's that's that's the problem, Michael, is mom and dad. We are capable functioning adults. 
If so we, we want to endanger our children <laughs> right. and put them out in rain, hail, and tornadoes, by God bless it, it's our right, right. to do that. But that's the thing is, Michael, we know what's safe and what's not. When we went out, it was about quarter to 6 p.m. Yeah, it's still it light was, out. It was just raining. It wasn't rain. even cold rain. No. It was just raining. It was super abnormally warm and humid. Yeah, and that's it. And granted, we, our neighborhood seemed to be good. There was one house that was like they were blatantly sitting at the table mocking us with their lights on. And they had all their stuff, you know, because, again, the unwritten rule is, like, if you turn on your outside light yeah. and you light your pumpkins and you do all this stuff, that means you're participating in Halloween. Yeah. And we there was just one house that was blatantly, like, we're not participating till tomorrow. But everyone else was pretty great. And we only stayed out for, what, 15 minutes? Yeah, I know. But, we because have, but it, in all reality, we really don't stay out all that late anyway. No. Because we always right now we have little kids we always have that need to go to sleep and they had they had school today so right but um but we were the only ones out and it's because the millennial mom that's on facebook is now sharing oh well halloween's been rescheduled the halloween's it's no it's not they can't reschedule anything nor did they say that what they said was we strongly encourage people to come up with community activities in your neighborhood and coordinate Right. For November 1st. But that's the thing is nobody could make a decision where it's look out your window, people. It's the same thing with like, well, what's the weather going to be today? And it's look outside. Yeah. You know, a forecast is different. If you're looking to what's going to happen tonight or tomorrow, whatever, that's fine. But it's people can't do anything without being told what to do. Where it's if you have little kids who are expecting to go trick-or-treating and you want to go trick-or-treating, then go trick-or-treating. They can't tell you you can't do that, nor did they tell you that you can't do that. But people like become disabled from making their own decisions. And, and it's because of it's such a culture of everything needs to be scheduled. Everything needs to be structured. Well, uh, it, and it perpetuates... If, we kind of shit all over public school all the time, even though our kids go, <laughs> but it's for sure. That's where it begins is you have these kids and it's always the ones that seem to be that are quote unquote, the unruly ones or the problem children that are the ones that don't adhere to the rules when they probably have the most to offer to bring to the table. It's the rule. And granted, I was a rule follower. Michael was a rule follower. So school becomes very rigid and methodical and we enjoy it because we can follow the rules well. But for sure, you're ingrained since preschool where it's you walk in a line. If you need to go to the bathroom, you have to raise your hand. You can't speak out of turn. You have to be told that it's 950 to 1020 is reading time. And then it's this time. And then it's this time. And it's you you start so young in of course, that's not how kids are meant to be. Mm. Kids have the attention spans of goldfish. So it's they want to do what they want to do when they want to do it, which is why the toddler years are some of the hardest years is because that is ingrained in their little tiny brains and they don't understand why you're telling them that they can't. Yeah. But once you get old enough, it gets pushed out of you enough to where you just fall in line like every other soldier, so to speak. Yeah. And then you grow up to an adult where it's just, you you don't know what to do with your hands type thing. Yeah. You have to be at work at a certain time. 
You have to clock in and out. It's lunchtime at this time. You have to do these things. You have to do these things. And it's, it's just, it, it gets to a point of ridiculous for me because it's not supposed to be this complicated, you guys. If the weather is shitty and you don't want to go outside with your kids, then you tell your kids we're not going out. We're not going out right now. Yeah. But the city doesn't need to give you permission to do that. And it is it also, I mean, could it also be coming from a thing where it's like, you don't want to be the bad guy? So as a parent, I mean, this Well, yeah, yeah. This the happens. idea of wanting to be friends with your kids. It's like, well, it's not me telling you no. Yeah, this, the city says no. Yeah. No, that's bullshit. Yeah. It could be. And I'm not saying, and certainly um, the friends that we have that are in the immediate area are not those people. Mm -hmm. But I do know that, like, that was definitely the era of parents, parents. not wanting to be the bad guy started certainly when we were kids. <clears throat> no, my parents didn't give friends. a shit. Yeah, your parents didn't. <laughs> but definitely where I was from, there were too many parents that wanted to be friends with their kids. Like the the whole um mean girls, Amy Poehler's character. Oh, yeah. I mean that was very much super similar to some parents of my friends. It's very uncomfortable. Oh, it's just identical. Yeah. Like the velour matching jumpsuits and stuff was like to the T, actually. So that's why. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's why it exists. That's why she made that joke. But no, my parents were very much, which is, it could have been cupcakes and ice cream dancing well, yeah, on Cloud's Land. And if they didn't want, they're like, I don't give a shit if it's Halloween or not. Your ass is staying in because you did X, Y, and Z. Right. Or vice versa. It's, which was what we did last night. I felt my mom and dad coming through a little bit because Michael's complaining of like, mom, I just, I don't feel safe. And it's shut up, Michael, put on a raincoat and get your ass outside. Yeah. Because, but, and that's for the sure how I was raised. Just, yeah. You know. They're laughing because yeah. it's, it's such first world problem. <laughs> but again, it, I, I get, a little psychotic when that kind of gets put on me of like for sure because yeah. it's you this is this is the dumbest the fact that this is a debate and this has now consumed people's evening of like whether or not we're going out and what's going to happen are we all going to die in a tornado it's just this it's halloween you guys it's it's just simple stuff yeah and you get to make a decision and you get you to make a decision what you want to do yeah or your family. And period. You don't need to have the city or the police department decide for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But again, it's just the idea that creativity in and of itself kind of gets sucked out of people. Well, and creativity with your own time, right? Right. So the idea that your kids can't just do whatever. And granted, you don't want your kids just roaming the street, but it's the fact that we're just, we're so damn determined to have everything be scheduled mm -hmm. and it's just the number of after school activities the number of things that you're trying to do it's like trying to fit as much as humanly possible because downtime is bad Apparently. like it's well that's yeah like you you're, i think you're gonna see a big I, I think yeah i think you're gonna see a big pendulum swing so it's like you had our parents generation growing up that seems to be idealized is like you know, again, when you think of the fifties, right. It, it It's how kids should be raised, which absolutely. And granted, there's always perspective. 
there's a lot of problems back in the 50s and 60s that you don't want perpetuated into future generations. But I do genuinely agree that kids should be outside, running around, talking to each other, getting in arguments and figuring it out, playing games together, coordinating. This is what's supposed to happen. It's what's supposed to happen with humans. I don't think that should ever be taken away from us as we become adults. I believe that human beings should interact. Yeah. Um, but then that's how they were raised. And then we were raised, which is pretty much one of the first generations where both parents worked, right? You never saw that before. Moms always stayed home. And then our parents, for the most part, were both working. So you saw a lot of us and our friends that were left home alone on video games. And then video games get demonized. And that now we have kids Right. So it's like this fear of, well, I can't, I can't just have my kids sit at home all the time because people are going to judge me if my kids on video games and what do I do? What do I do? So it's okay. Well, Billy gets out of school at three and then from three fifteen to four, we have to go to piano lessons. And then from four to six is soccer practice. And then from six to six thirty is dinner. And then we're going to, it's like, it's the dumbest thing ever. Is it such, it, there's such extreme pushes either way. And it's your kids, just like you, need downtime. Should a kid be stuck in their room on YouTube and playing Fortnite all day long? No. No. Does it happen with a lot of kids these days? Absolutely. And it's equally wrong. But. Well, the reason reason is it happens. And. And. I guess I'll just say it because I don't know. It's parents. We're we're the ones that let it happen, and the reason right. why we're the ones that let it happen is because being engaged with your kid is a lot of fucking work. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of work all the time. Right. So it's really nice to not have to be in charge. Well, just beca- of doing something right because them. the same problem is is just as much as we schedule our kids to the hilt. Are the idea of what working means has evolved greatly in now that we are becoming adults whereas before it's like you know you have your nine to five and you clock out and you're done nowadays that doesn't exist we're constantly working there's always something that we are definitely learning Mm -hmm. to navigate with our business and with our clients is that it's of having fine work working time well, you have to establish boundaries so you don't get burnout, right? right? But what I'm saying is society in general is there's always something, right? So we are overscheduled. Well, there's always and, something that's either, you know, is, is taking your time, right? It, but, Before it was work, but then all of a sudden it's social media. It's all of a sudden now parents are glued to their phones. Well, when they get together with parents, they are more than willing to bitch about their kid being tied to a tablet or right. tied to electronics. And it's oh like, yeah, well that's because looking inter- inside is a lot more work than just um, projecting outwardly. Yeah, yeah. But it's the idea now. And granted, I'm a mom, and now I have a business, and now I have extra kids staying in our house, and we're gonna have more people coming in, and we have after school activities, and we you know we have regular life too. It's not that we have excluded ourselves from it, and for sure it's a struggle. But now you just you see this new brand of well, I don't have time to go to the grocery store. So now I just have to order it from my phone. It's like, 
what do you mean you don't have time to go? And granted, my mom gets on a high horse about this. I'm like, this is bullshit. She's like, don't you think that we had to deal with work and little kids and everything else? And we still had to go to a grocery store. Like, and I get it to a certain extent. Like, things are changing and evolving. And is it easier to just order your phones or order your groceries yeah, from your you phone? you don't have to do something. Right. Because, there's, because that's a chore that people don't like to do. Right. But the advent that it's, I don't have time to breathe anymore is ridiculous. No, that, for sure. Because that's perception, right? That's right. Perceived. Right, because everyone has the same amount of time. Right. It's what you do with yeah. that time. What that... are you choosing to do with that right. time? And granted, for sure, there are a lot of things. Again, our work comes home with us. People are checking their emails at all hours of the night. You have the ability to be sucked away through social media, through fill in the blank, you know, whatever it is for sure. Working hours and what it means to have a nine to five now is very different than what it used to be, which is you clock out and you're done and you come back the next day. But when it comes to, again, scheduling things is you are an adult. So you have the power to choose what you do, what you want to do within that time frame. Now, granted, you have to make money because you have to live. Right. But Go ahead. What, what you've described is the absolute mm. is the literal epitome of why we started our own business and why we are kind of taking the leap in an entrepreneurial market. Yeah, well, space. Space. Yeah, yeah, as we move in that direction, because of what you just described, which is you decide what you're going to be doing with your time. Right. When you work for someone else. They are deciding mm -hmm. what you are doing with your time. Right. And but even that is what, but see, for me, it's we live in a day and age now where everything is on demand. Yeah. Back in the day, I need, if I wanted to watch The Simpsons, mm -hmm. I had to make sure that I was on Fox at 8 p.m. Right. Because that's when The Simpsons was coming on. Right. But nowadays, what? is happening that's not on demand that can you can do whenever whatever whenever it is convenient for you mm -hmm. is that there are very few things nowadays right because if you want to watch a movie it's either brand new movies have a specific time so you either make it or you don't yeah and that's where you can go see them you got to be to work at a certain time mm -hmm. because the man says so mm -hmm. unless you have your own business which is the whole reason why I get up at three in the morning mm -hmm. because that's the time that's convenient that I can get it all done because then I can be a dad right. on the weekends. I can get a bunch of work done and we're not working all day. Right. I still will put in six hours, but it's convenient on time. But that's also for groceries. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have a time. So you can schedule that. You right. order it, it shows up. So that's why the idea that we're losing more time that people feel like we're more strapped for time in the day and age where now everything is on demand is very strange. It seems to be an oxymoron. It is. That's a very good point. But it's, yeah, it's, and again, I think it all stems from this inability to, again, I say to know what to do with my hands. It's and that is, sit. that is um, from the Talladega Nights reference for those of you that right, don't get it, okay. is that 
people just don't know what to do without being told what to do. Where it's, okay, I have to be at work. And um, all the other moms, are, apparently we have to always be stressed out all the time. Because that's that's what we have to do. So we have to put Billy in soccer and piano and this and it's. And a birthday is not just a birthday. Now it's a major event. Right. And, and we, we have to, to down serve so for 45 people. Stupid. And we, we've done that. We've done a major event birthday because before. Because I enjoy major event birthdays. Yes, you do. But that's. And why we do one but that, every but that's day. It. But guess what? When I do that, I get to be creative. And that's my point is right. that it's everybody needs to have some sort of outlet where no one's telling them what they have to do. And there is no pressure to keep up with the Joneses to have to do what they're doing. You just, you have a space that yours that you get to do. For me, I, I do it in the kitchen, right? Where it's, I experiment a lot and I play and I explore and I, I, I don't follow recipes. I do what I want to kind of see what happens. And that's my space to play. Right. Because again, because we talk about time is having all these other things is I don't have time to like sit and paint a mural. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not saying that when it comes to being creative, but I'm saying it's like, well, that, OK, I have to put them. That's not your creative thing. Right. That's not my creative thing. But that's why I think when people think of like, well, I don't have time to be creative because that's what they assume is like you have to become yeah. Bob Ross all of a sudden. Right. And it's no, but dinner has to be on the table in 30 minutes. So instead of like damn it okay i have to look up a recipe and I have to, they have to tell me what to do step by step it's just nope i open the fridge and i have some chicken and some peppers and some mushrooms and here we go right. and that becomes my time to play and explore but i've had to be very conscious of that and again i think that that's just lacking greatly in society to the point that we have all become robots essentially and again it gets well, yeah, that's that was going to be my my question is kind of this is the problem that we're seeing and drives the podcast. But so it's like, what's the answer? And kind of like you described, it's for what you have found, it's you kind of have this time that's during the day that this is not necessarily scheduled, but mm -hmm. you have kind of tied it into I can be creative and I can get this creative outlet where I'm not kind of glued to everything else or I'm right. not I'm not plugged in. And another thing that we've done, um, and I, it wasn't even something that we said, like, this is what, it wasn't scheduled, mm -hmm. right? This wasn't like a scheduled thing that we've done. But we, and we've talked about it for quite a few years now, but it's Sundays, say Sundays are awesome. Yeah. And the reason why Sundays are awesome is we don't have anything to do or anywhere to go. I still wake up super early and, and I we work still, and, and we I still do work. all of our yeah. stuff. But like once the kids are up, we don't have anything that's planned. And the one thing that we do is if there's an event or something going on, we may say like, oh, it would be fun to hit that event. Mm -hmm. But something we did last week, which I thought was really awesome, is that we ended up just picking some part mm -hmm. that we hadn't been to yet, mm -hmm. like a playground. Mm -hmm. And we just went mm -hmm. with the kids and we played at the park mm -hmm. and did whatever. And then we just picked another spot to go that was random. That was nearby. Yeah. And it was awesome because we, it, nobody was on their phone. Mm -hmm. Nobody was at, and so it well, ends sun, up. Yeah. Sundays is the day where it's like. For us, it's been like, let's go, let's go hiking. Right. Or you let's go get, you have to unplug. You have right. to. Yeah. So it ends up, but it wasn't something where we didn't like consciously have a family meeting and say, this is what we should do. It was just something that we just 
did. Right. And it wasn't like, okay, it, even when we decided, okay, we're going to go to a park, it wasn't like, okay, guys, we're going to go to the park from 12 to 2, and then from 2 to 2.30, we're going to eat. No, it's just, we're going, and there is no plan. And for sure, I'm type A to the max, and I'm a planner. But I have learned to now crave Sundays because my brain requires it. Because I get a feeling every Sunday afternoon when we're just driving in the car and we don't have the phone, where it's just, that's nice. And what does Michael do? Because he's not on a tablet. He's not being a little asshole to his brothers. It's, oh, guys, look, the leaves have changed. Aren't the mountains pretty now? It's like, yes, Mike. Like, now. Just yeah. now. Today. They but have, but, but he... that's the point. Right. Is that his little ass would not have put that together at any other time because it's everything is so scheduled and coordinated and planned that for him, it's like, no, this is, this is my down, you know, he's used to now when he gets home from school, it was always, okay, you got to get home from school. You can have a little bit of free time from this time to this time. And then we got to eat and then you got to get ready for baseball. And then we got to go baseball. Right. Right. So he is used to coveting his tablet time, which no, this is my free time because I know it's going to get taken away. Right. To where now it's Sunday is just Michael. It's, there is nothing. We're not saying you can't be on your tablet. We're just saying we're going to spend time as a family and we're going to go do something. Period. That's the only thing that's planned. Yeah, so that would be the recommendation because it's it's super hard. It's easy to sit around and bitch complain, but it's one of those things where it's like being able to take a hard look at what we're doing, what you're doing, and what how many things are scheduled. How many things are you kind of forcing to take a priority, and are those things a priority? Or thinking that you have to do. Quote, unquote. Either you do you have to do them, yeah. or do you have to to do them like because quote unquote, because karen some, down the streets doing yeah it. for some reason you've decided that this is what we now do and it's yeah. kind of like do we is this what we actually want to do yeah. because the one thing is is that we ended up doing something completely by random and by accident last week right because the place we wanted to go was canceled cool. right. yeah the event had canceled due to rain or whatever rain again canceling <laughs> thing but it had canceled so we're like well what should we do and it's just like well let's just see if there's a park there's lots of parks. We haven't been to all of them. And then that's how it started. And it ended up being awesome. And so that ends up being something like, that's what I'd rather be doing my time, spending my time doing is right. something like that. Um, so that would be the challenge. The challenge is, is to kind of do that assessment of what's going on and then find something to do that isn't necessarily planned. Just mm-hmm. randomly pick something to go and try and do and whatever it is. And yeah, and find something that you can be creative in. And that can be anything. If you're doing laundry, Marie Kondo that shit and come up with a way to make it, you know what I'm saying? It's as goofy as these things seem. As people, it's, again, it's being creative doesn't mean that you need to go outside with a canvas and right. an easel. And you know what I'm saying? It's, right. but it's, if you're doing basic chores, you can find ways. To come up with how to do something without being told how to do it. That's my point with the Marie Kondo thing. Is people are going to start, which is what happened, right? It's like, okay, so so what do I need to do? Like, how do I fold the stuff? And where do I put it? And how am I supposed to organize? It's just, just reorganize your damn closet. 
just just do what you think is right and people can't do that they have to look up everything and that's my point is that find a way to be creative that you don't have to go on your phone to look up step-by-step instructions and you don't have to be told by someone else how to do it yeah just do it the way that you think you should do it no matter what that is Mm. just do it just do it and stop canceling damn holidays that aren't canceled that aren't canceled because it's a holiday put on a raincoat and get your bitch ass outside and do some trick-or-treating amen interested if we would be a good fit for you and your company head over to our website and take the short quiz at the top of the page. You can find it at itspossiblevs.com. That's itspossiblev as in virtual, s as in solutions.com. Lastly, wherever you listen to our podcast episodes, we ask you to subscribe and leave us a review. This helps you get alerts when we drop a new episode. It also helps others find the podcast when they search for us. It'll only take you a minute or two, and we sure get excited when we see some love that comes our way. We appreciate your time, and we appreciate you joining us for today's episode. Till next time.